Number 7, How Realty and the Universe Work How nice would it be if there were a manual which helped us understand how the world works, and how life works. People come into the world and sometimes they find their way. They build a career or they get married, they have kids, they retire and then later they die. Some people have an abundance of common sense and some people don't. Some people are able to understand instinctively how life works, and in an abstract sense, how the universe works. When I was a professor in China, it dawned on me that there is a way the universe works at a spiritual, and a practical level. The ways that people conceive of and model in their minds and imaginations how life works and how the universe works, how societies work and how nations and cities and towns work, and the degree of accuracy therein, is important because it's how, whether they are conscious of it or not, they make choices. If people conceive of the context they live in with a high degree of accuracy then they can come up with good ideas, and then take action on those ideas. But if people conceive of how life works, and the nature of how all things work, i.e. the universe, with a low degree of accuracy, then they will misperceive the experiences they have in life. Based on that, they will come up with and be attracted to bad ideas and then make choices based on those ideas. People who make choices and then take action based on good ideas are more likely to produce good outcomes. And people who make choices based on bad ideas are more likely to produce bad outcomes. These are not certainties, since no one controls everything. But letting go of the idea of control and instead seeking to understand the nature of the universe in a spiritual, psychic, and physical sense and then to align oneself with it and use it to their advantage, rather than insisting that reality be the way they insist it be, is a good idea. When people seek to align themselves with the nature of the universe, and with the truth as it objectively is, life becomes easier because they don't fight against the wind, but rather use the wind to get where they want to go. The following analogy helps me understand how the universe works so I hope it will help you as well. When I was a professor I would design a syllabus that incentivized my students to choose to behave in ways that would help them achieve the well-defined skill goals of my course. This would lead to their success if they chose to behave in alignment with the rules and criteria of the course, and would lead to failure if they didn't choose to apply their time and energy to the rules and criteria of the course. I set and explained the rules and criteria for success and failure clearly, and then whenever they asked for my help, to the extent that it actually helped them, I would coach them in what they needed to do and how they needed to think in order to achieve success in whatever tasks would help them succeed. But for the students who didn't ask for help, other than stopping them from distracting the positive effort of other students, I would leave them to reap the product of their choices. Some students would choose to align themselves with the rules and criteria for success and produce a high grade, and some students would not align themselves with the rules and criteria for success through their choices and actions, and therefore produce a low grade. Many students who produced a high grade would thank me for their grade as if I had given it to them, but I corrected them and told them they were the ones who produced their high grades. It was not I who subjectively assigned it to them. Based on the rules and criteria for the class found in the syllabus, I simply mirrored back to them the quality and accuracy of the choices, time, and energy they had invested. They made good choices and reaped good results. Then other students would approach me having received their low grades, some with tears in their eyes, and complained of their low grades, often under the belief that I assigned them low grades based on my subjective personal opinion, believing that if they begged me well enough or sadly enough I could raise their grade. But I would give them the same news I had given the students who had earned high grades, that I didn't give them low grades and that the low grade they had was a result of their low or misdirected efforts. I wasn't punishing them for their low efforts as I'm sure some of them assumed. I simply acted as the mirror for their choices within the class based on the rules and criteria that I had set, before I'd met both the students who earned high grades and the students who earned low grades. 
My meta perspective on the nature of how well or not people took notice of the rules and criteria and skill goals for the course I had designed started to open the eyes of my awareness to the nature of reality and the universe. As I was thinking about this it dawned on me that my course and my classroom were like the nature of the universe. I sensed God showing me that in metaphysical, psychological, and physical terms, he was the professor who wrote the laws of how all things work, and that these laws, like the rules and criteria for success or failure of my syllabus which students could either invest in or rebel against, were immutable. Therefore, God is the professor, humanity is the student, the universe is the classroom, the earth is the chair and desk of the student, and the laws of the universe on spiritual, psychic, and physical levels are the rules and criteria for success or failure which people either buy into or rebel against. I've often heard people rail against the perceived unfairness of the reality of the situations they face, but those same people will to some degree be ignorant of and or defiant of the laws of reality they are operating under. It does no good for a student in my classroom to blame me for their low grade if they haven't taken the time to understand deeply the laws of the syllabus I had already communicated to them, and given them a copy of. Since I made myself available in person and through a community chat room to answer students' questions about any aspect of my course they weren't clear about, the students who produced low grades as well as the students who produced high grades had no excuse for getting the grades they received. Having lived in multiple nations and cities and societies with differing values and languages and cultures and governmental laws, I've seen the outcomes produced spiritually, psychically, and physically in relationship and degree to their grasp and use of the laws of the universe and reality. People who seek to deeply understand the laws of the universe, abide by them, and use them to their advantage usually produce better life outcomes spiritually, emotionally, physically, relationally, and financially. The people who choose to remain ignorant, careless, or defiant in the face of the laws of the universe and reality usually pay a terrible price for it in the extreme short term and even including the extreme long term. Because people don't live very long, 120 years at most which is a mere blip in the age of earth, it behooves people who genuinely desire to get what they need and want to quickly and deeply seek to understand the laws of the universe, class, they are taking. These laws exist whether people want them to or not. They cannot stop existing. People can either align themselves with these laws and use them, or break themselves against their immutability. As the saying goes, you don't break the law. The law breaks you. What gives me of all people the place to tell you how the laws of the universe work? Niels Bohr said that in order to become an expert a person needs to make all the mistakes necessary in a narrow field. I can tell you about how the laws of reality and the universe work because I've broken myself against them many, many times. I've lost relationships been fired from many jobs, and failed in even more ways. But by the grace and mercy of God, the input of people wiser and smarter than me, many books, and a lot of mistakes and failures I've managed to understand that rebelling against or choosing ignorance of the laws of the universe is a bad idea. And bad ideas often lead to a bad life. I don't want a bad life, but a good life. Therefore I now seek good ideas, and I seek to understand and use the laws of the universe to get what I need and want, and it's working. Here are a handful of laws, that other people and I have detected, that give birth to good ideas which help us make good choices which lead to good lives. 1. All of life is stewarding relationships well. 2. Deeply understand before expecting other people to understand you. 3. You usually do not get what you don't explicitly ask for. 4. Speak truth. 5. The strength of your will doesn't compare to the power of your imagination. 6. You get what you decide to pay attention to. 7. Worry is imagining a future without God in it. 8. Your feelings and emotions are the product of what you choose to believe. 9. The universe is a place of abundance. 10. 
efficiency and effectiveness are produced by trust, and trust is produced by truth. 11. You have as much access to meaning as you are willing to notice and redeem. 12. People have no sustainable identity without boundaries which keep the bad out and let the good in. 13. You're only as sick as your secrets. 14. Value is the product of win-slash-win agreements. 15. You know what you want to know. 16. Your value is determined by the one who thought you were a good idea to create. 17. God thought you were a good idea and hasn't changed his mind. These are a handful among many more laws which govern the spiritual, psychic, and physical universe you live in. They are inescapable. To the degree people embrace and use these laws, things are more likely to work. And to the degree people resist and don't use these laws, things are more likely to not work. The good news is, today you get to choose how you will respond to these laws. Choose the way that will make you instead of break you, the way of life.